Genius for life. Coconut smoothies coming at you. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode 121 of 15 Minutes of Genius. Um, I have a little bit of a hoarse throat right now. Um, it was either I was up all night singing karaoke or I got a little bit sick. Don't worry, it's not COVID, but definitely been pushing pretty hard being an entrepreneur and also a little bit under the weather here, but the show must go on, especially for this gentleman. Before introducing him, a big plug to Mark Nicholas, Mark Studios.net. He's the guy. Do you have a camera on you? No. Okay. Well, he's there. You have to trust me on this. He's right. He's to my right, to your left. All right. So uh, again, Mark Nicholas, Mark Studios.net for all your editing desires. Make sure you reach out to him. He's great. All right. So our guest, without further ado, is Wayne Wu. He's a general partner at VMG Partners, which is a premier private equity firm. A little bit about them. VMG Partners is a private equity firm specializing in building iconic consumer brands. Since it was founded in 2005, VMG has been at the forefront of consumer products investing, partnering with entrepreneurial companies, founders, and co-investors to, de- to deliver a depth of experience to help grow, scale, and prepare companies for exit. Wayne, how's it going, my man? Hey, doing great. Thanks for having me, Alex. Absolutely. So I know we have... Your uh, a disclaimer statement that is a first for the show, by the way. This we're, we're, we're breaking ground here. This is amazing. Tell us what the disclaimer statement is. Let's get that out of the way. This is a big moment disclaimer. These are my views as Wayne Wu. These are not the views of VMG Partners. Back to you, Alex. Right on, Wayne. Sounds good. We could be a good like tag team, you know, for like sports yeah, commentators. I'm feeling this. Yeah, you yeah. made you made something very drab seem really exciting. It shows you the way you say things is more important than what it is sometimes. All right, so that's the case in point right there. Let's get into it, man. I mean, there's so much to unpack here um, in the 15 to 20 minutes we have here. Uh, let's just go into very basic stuff. Tell us your story. I want to know how you got into the CPG space to begin with. And then I want to also cross over and talk about the brands you've invested in and where they, where they are now, like Justin's and all these iconic brands. But let's start with you and your personal story for those that don't know. And by the way, hopefully we can get a picture of your pants that you wear at events. If you haven't seen Wayne Wu's pants, they're amazing. Wayne, back they, to you. They are not, I'm not wearing them today. Ah, oh, bummer, um, dude. I should have requested it was- yeah, it it was um, it was invigorating to wear them at the Nosh event last week. So it felt like a great comeback tour for the VMG pants. They are two years dated. Every company that we've invested in the last two years are not on the pants yet. It's it was vintage 2019. So um, that was a ton of fun. But just uh, you know, in terms of how did I end up at you know how did I end up in the in the consumer space? kind of a, a unique path. I mean, I, I didn't necessarily intend to, to, to be in the consumer space, frankly. I, you know, I, I started my career in public accounting. I did a, a quick tour in investment banking, helping, you know, support M&A and capital raising. Um, then I was actually CFO of, of an automotive retail group. And I wanted to transition into the hybrid of, I found investment banking too transactional for me. I found 
uh, being an operator that I, I missed, I missed some of the adrenaline rush of, of the, of the investment side of things. Mm -hmm. So I, I actually made a speech at this networking organization called ACG association for corporate growth. It's a national organization with chapters. When I joined the San Francisco chapter, there's, you know, it's typically a grouping of like CFOs, CEOs, private equity people, investment bankers, lenders, lawyers, things of that nature. And you make a speech when you first um, when you first get into the organization. And in my speech, I said, hey, I'm CFO of this automotive organization, yada, yada, yada. But having said that, I'd love an opportunity to join an operationally focused private equity firm, and I'm ready to do any job there. And I met one of the founders of VMG um, at the time. Again, the, the first fund had just been raised back in, you know, back in that time period. And when, when was that? What year was that? So the final close of VMG one was summer 2007. Okay. Wow. And so I, I, I joined VMG as the second, the second sort of investment, the second junior investment professional on January 7th, 2008. So for me, you know, it was through this desire of being part of an, an operationally focused private equity firm. It was that desire that led me to VMG, which led me to consumer because where I saw the power of consumer brands was actually in the automotive industry. I mean, think about a, an industry that is very brand driven because the actual difference between a very high end vehicle like a Mercedes or BMW, et cetera, is very different than a Hyundai or Kia at this juncture. The technological difference really saw the power of brands. But to say that I was specifically focused on brand at that time to was really around just getting an opportunity. And just for context, I was 26 at the time, you know, and and so it was really just an opportunity to to learn and be part of growing something, be part of something entrepreneurial. And that's what VMG represented, you know, and it's in joining basically from ground ground, you know, ground zero. Wow. It's a, it's a great story. And uh, you joined when you were like really young, like just really getting into it. And uh, you've been there now 14 years, right? If I'm doing my math right, 2007 to two, 2008 to 2021. Couple questions I have: Where is VMG now? Uh, what fund are they on? What is the level of investment typically made by VMG? What revenue do you look for? And also, um, share with us just some—it's fascinating—some notable investments that you guys have made and where the brands are now. Yeah, so we're, we're investing out of our fifth fund. Um, you know, time sure flies by since the first one. And again, we we focus on on partnering with um, entrepreneurial entrepreneurial brands um, that we believe can be iconic brands. And we just we don't really narrow it down to a very specific stage. We only invest in very narrow uh, narrow amounts of categories. So branded food and beverage, personal care, beauty, pet food, pet treats, and the wellness supplement space. Um, so really, kind of branded products and services. You know, we we've invested in a very wide range of, of check sizes from a million to a couple hundred million dollars. So we're, we're not, um, you know, I think we're very flexible for us. We want to be part. We want we want we want we, we want to help support entrepreneurs and brands where we feel like we can add value and there's alignment and vision on what we could build together. I love that. 
And a couple hundred million, that's a, that's a few shekels uh, right there. Um, that's, that's an insane amount of money, obviously. So for the stage of the company, right, you said you're agnostic to, it doesn't have to be a certain revenue. You're really investing on believing in the company, believing on, in the founder, believing in the product and the category. Um, let's go into an example because I love this brand. I'm also a big fan of the founder who is all over the brand. Uh, Justin Gold with Justin's Peanut Butter, Justin's Nut Butter. Give me that story about how you stumbled upon Justin uh, when you when you invested, and then obviously Justin has had an uh, Justin's has had an exit. But give us the story about that. Yeah, I mean, it really comes down to our ecosystem-driven approach. And you know, for us, one of my pet peeves about the investment industry is I think there's a, often a very short, um, a very immediate gratification focus where it's a bunch of deal hunters looking for next week's deal. And that's not our approach at BMG. We think about it as an ecosystem, as an ecosystem that we're a part of, and we want to make sure that we're giving to the ecosystem way more than anything that we're getting from it. And, you know, as I think about the ecosystem, I think about certainly the entrepreneurs and teams that help grow brands. I think about the large global CPG strategics that sell most of the goods, um, you know, out there in, in, in stores and online. And then you have the retailers themselves that are selling products. And I think about it in terms of how do we, how do we support all these constituencies to help improve what, what people, their pets are putting in and on their bodies um, from that perspective. And through that effort, you know, particularly in the entrepreneur bucket, I think there's too many investors that, that, that try to filter how they, they help based on whether they think they're going to invest in that company in the near term. Our, our perspective and our approach is to try to help every entrepreneur. We, we may only invest in these tiny, a, a, a very tiny percentage of those entrepreneurs and companies, but we believe we can help thousands, thousands of them a year. And through that effort, you know, I met, I met Justin and, and his, his late partner, Lance, who sadly passed away um, prior to our investment, but in getting to know the company and gotten to know both Justin and, 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 his, um, and his late partner. And, you know, I think over time, they, through those conversations of, of helping them prior to it, to being an investment in BMG, they saw the value that we could bring to the table. And one thing led to another and, and we became, we became partners and, and through that journey, you know, still one, still one of my best friends um, today, and Justin Gold, and and for us, once a part of the VMG family, always part of the VMG family. Yeah, and Justin is so down to earth. Like I remember uh, five years ago, I had a presentation with Whole Foods Rockies, you know, uh, at the corporate office. Yep. And I've never been to Pearl Street. I've heard everything you know about it. It's like it's like CPG. It's like a CPG haven on Pearl street. It was like every like major grocery store on that street. There's a huge whole foods. I think the biggest in the region. And then I stopped by, uh, Justin, this is before the acquisition, obviously 2016 and stopped by the office. He came down. The, the coolest thing about my visit was that there was unlimited packets of almond butter, like unlimited, <laughs> like it was like a bowl, a bowl after bowl. I can grab whatever I like. I stuffed my suitcase as much as I could before I went back to the airport. But 
super down to earth guy and just a big shout out to Justin. And he has my same birthday as well, which is cool. September really? 3rd. Yeah. I mean, it's a great, it, that's, that's a strong birthday. Hell yeah, man. Virgo organized, yeah. loyal. Of course the, the day in the month, I just want to clarify the day in the month is the same, but not the year. I'll let the viewers decide who's older. <laughs> I actually probably look older than him. So uh, that's what happened. You live in Colorado. You look younger. So um, let's go into your podcast. Uh, just one more thing I wanted to cover there. You do a podcast. You do it with your um, your colleague Robin, right? Um, make sure my memory. That's right. Okay, that's Robin. Right. My, coll- my, my colleague Robin, unfinished biz. Yeah, tell us a little bit about that. Are you still producing episodes? Are you back in it? Kind of post, kind of at the tail end of this pandemic. What's going on with that show? Yeah, for us, you know, I, I have the blessing of of having conversations with just some really special people every day. You know, the entrepreneurs with great ideas to improve what consumers are putting in and on their bodies. And what we found were, you know, these, these stories should be, should be shared because in those conversations with entrepreneurs, we find that oftentimes they feel alone and that they, they're on this journey of working 24 seven. Yep. But lonely at the like, top, right? Lonely at the top. That's, it's lonely at the top, but also that that, that, that that all the challenges are stacked against them and whether other entrepreneurs are encountering them too. And what we wanted to do was share these stories of, of amazing entrepreneurs, the challenges that they've gone through and how they've overcome them. Um, and some are going through, it, it may have not, they may not have overcome them yet. And the nature of unfinished biz is we found that most podcasts that featured entrepreneurs were very much in retrospect of a journey versus during a journey. And, and, and the story had revisionist history to it where it's all rainbows and unicorns when, as you know, very few, if any, are ever like that as an almost, entrepreneur. Almost journey. never. So, so unfinished biz is all about only entrepreneurs that are still in the thick of it, that are that they, where they have unfinished biz that they're trying to accomplish. It's a great, it's a great concept. Um, and uh, I've listened to a lot of episodes. And one, <clears throat> one confession I want to make is this next part. I took out of your playbook, which is called rapid fire questions. <laughs> rapid fire <laughs> questions. I'm so excited to be on the other end of this. Finally, right? It's like retribution, right? Like you've been surprising yes. all these entrepreneurs on the hot seat. I think I see like a bead of sweat. It's just like breaking, like right there near your temple. All right. Just kidding. Giving you a hard time. Oh, all right. I'm, I'm, I'm fired up. Freaking ready for this. All right. Let's go. Summer softball. There's a lot of hard balls here. So get ready. All right. First question for music. Which decade is best? The 70s, 80s, or 90s? 90s hip hop. 90s hip hop. Love it. Juicy by uh, by Biggie Smalls. That's one of my favorite songs. Can't sing it I on agree. here though. It's uh, we probably get banned from uh, from LinkedIn. Too many swear words. What do you do? <laughs> what do you do for exercise? Uh, to, I use my tonal and my Peloton. What's the first like one? Play. What's that? What's the first one? A t- tonal. A t- it's it's like a it's like almost like a modern day Bowflex. Okay. So I. It's like a modern day Bowflex electronic kind of video screen, my Peloton. And I love 
you know, I love yoga. I'm getting into pickleball. I used to love to play basketball. Why well, no basketball anymore? Too old. Oh, never too old. Too old. I don't want to blow a knee out, tear my Achilles. I'm just too old. That's true. It's like the one sport where you can do, you can injure yourself in like 20 different ways. Elbowed in the face, right. turn your ankle, stub a toe. All right, next question. This is a simple one. Uh, chocolate or vanilla? Oh, chocolate all day long. Love it. You got to try our chocolate protein. I got to get that to you. I'm more cookies and creams, but cookies and cream is kind of a, the balance of two. Of the two. Right, right. It's the best of both worlds. I, I That's right. As a, as a kid, because you're, you're the same generation as me. I'm 39. I think you said you're like 40, right? You're like 40. 42. 42. 42. Dryers. Stop playing hoops at 35. 35 was the inflection point. Got it. Same for, same here. Uh, it was the inflection point when I couldn't even run up and down the court without injuring myself. All right. Uh, enough about my sad stories here. Favorite country to travel to? Uh, I mean... I I we I loved I loved our honeymoon in Thailand. So Thailand was was magical because you had the beach and the food. Exactly, and the coconuts. And absolutely coconuts. The genius coconuts, love it. All right, so uh, it's cool. At the side of a street, they just chop it open with a machete, right? And like give you it, yes. and you can spoon the meat and the water. It's like I'm, uh, they they and I'm wait. fully convinced. Farm, that's, that's farm to table at its best right there. <laughs> that's, that's as direct as it gets. That's All right. right. Um, favorite Star Wars character? I'm not a Star Wars guy, you know, shockingly. So I don't – R2-D2? There mean, you go. It's the know. first time here. I could see R2-D2 is very technical. Like he's super smart and technical. I could see that. So uh, very cool. First time anyone answered R2-D2. Usually it's Yoda. All right. What is your spirit animal? Well, I've become now a dog guy. You know, we we I, we we're, we joined the um, we joined the uh, the COVID puppy movement, and so I I think I think my spirit animal is now a mini Bernadoodle named Poppy. Okay, right on. Not to be confused with Poppy the soda, right? Not to. <laughs> I do, I do enjoy that. I actually had one of those today. I'm not an investor in it, but I do enjoy them. Yeah. Disclaimer, right? Disclaimer. <laughs> That's right. Disclaimer again. Yeah. All right. Uh, do you like, uh, or how about a little more than halfway through, do you like to drive an SUV, a coupe, or a truck? You know, we, 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 we're now suburb. Now we're like full suburbia with the suburban and we're loving the suburban right now. So, you know, I look at the Suburban as like the ultimate SUV. Mm -hmm. It's um, old school. It is a bear to move around. I don't know if it's designed for for Northern California type parking spaces. <laughs> it's, it's totally you not. Know? It, it's it's the worst no. thing you can drive in the city. <laughs> exactly. Like, I feel like, um, uh, what was that? Uh, I feel like Austin Powers trying to like back up <laughs> like 10 different ways trying to, turn to pull the car out parking space i could see that happening do, on market do, street we do love our suburban yeah i could see you blocking all the trolley tracks on market street with that with that car <laughs> one car it's pretty it's pretty embarrassing while people are like you know honking and 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 severe looks of disappointment yeah that's like 11 miles a gallon the the suburbia the right. suburban all right uh for food salty or sweet sweet you know i i love 
I love a great chocolate chip cookie and cookies and cream ice cream and cheesecake. Love it. I know what to send you on your birthday. All right. Favorite day of the week and why? A little deeper. Friday. Friday. Okay. Friday. <laughs> got, you know, I got some great family time ahead of me every Friday. Love it. Okay. A few, a few left. Uber or Lyft and why? Lyft. I, I like their app better. I gotcha. like Challenger. I love Challenger brands, and they were the Challenger brand. So, got it. Got it. Left it is. Left it is. All right. Uh, LeBron James, Michael Jordan, or Kobe? Best of all time. Goat. Jordan. Same. 100%. I, again, I'm a 90s, you know, just like 90s hip hop. 90s were, uh, I just have great memories of the 90s. And, you know, Jordan. Jordan, you know, look at the logo. I mean, it speaks for itself. This is a Jordan brand. Freaking legendary. Um, yeah. I, I don't think there's any question it's Jordan. Yeah, both from a entrepreneur standpoint and also a uh, athlete standpoint. You got Be Like Mike. You got Gatorade. You have Hanes underwear. You have uh, Air Jordans, the top-selling basketball shoe of all. It goes on and on. Um, he's probably made billions just off his clothing wear. All right. Uh, Terminator 1 or Terminator 2? I like the original, you know, even though, even though, um, you know, he can't morph himself into liquid, right. You know, the Arnold, I mean, how iconic is that, you know, and I don't know, it's one of my favorite movies. So I'm glad you brought that up. I love, love the Terminator. I got love very... the Arnold. Love the Arnold. Arnold. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold. Yeah, we had a uh, we had Patrick Schwarzenegger on for episode 100, um, so it was cool having him on. I, I I kept it about him, but I also asked like, what was it like growing up, like with your father being a governor, <laughs> movie star, one of the largest in the world. And um, but the one thing it's funny, I golf a lot at this course near Griffith Park, and the beginning of Terminator One, they filmed it in Griffith Park near in at the observatory. Oh, and really? and the, the very first scene, you remember, like the gangbangers are like hanging out in the park, yeah. And then Arnold Schwarzenegger's yeah. like walking naked across the gr- the, gr- the grass, which is like yeah. still there today. Then he goes up to the gangbanger and says, "Nice night for a walk." And then he like like punches him through his ribs. Yeah. So every time that I go there with like my family or wife, I'm like, "Nice night for a walk." It could be in the morning, I'm like, "Nice night for a walk." <laughs> All right. And do you walk around naked there? That I. Can't I can't answer that on this on this show? Yeah, um, under, yeah, understand. You just have to show up and see. That's my answer. All right, last question: favorite food or drink? If you're stuck on a deserted island, you cannot say Genius Juice or any brand that VMG has ever invested in. Well, I'm on a deserted. I'm I'm eating dessert the whole time. So cookies and cream. You know, I I would eat Bluebell Bluebell cookies and cream ice cream. It's like it's embarrassingly. I, I would eat like a half gallon at a time when I was in high school. I didn't know better. You know, I'm, ironically, I'm in the health and wellness space. There's, <laughs> that is like the, that is the, like the, the complete opposite of health and wellness. But I think it shows my, my weakness for cookies and cream ice cream. Yeah, apparently I so. Think I, just sit on, I think I would just sit on that island and just inhale cookies and cream ice cream. Yeah, there has to be helicopters just dropping it every day, like new shipments. You know, to you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, that's rapid fire questions with Wayne Wu. All right. New new audience. All right. 
standing ovation. That was a lot. That was a loud applause, much louder than our previous applause. That was like usually we have applauses with like thirty people clapping. That was like Staples Center, like level right there. They must love cookies and cream ice cream too. Then <laughs> exactly. All right, my friend, you're cracking me up. So uh, yeah, thank you for being on our show. I'm glad we made this happen. Um, episode 121, Wayne. You're the man, dude. Look forward to seeing you at Expo West. Hopefully you'll be there. I'm sure you will with your pants and all. Look forward to seeing you there, man, and connecting in person. Hey, thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate it. It's a lot of fun. Absolutely, my friend. All right, have a good night. All right, so that is Wayne Wu, a general partner at VMG Partners, a premier private equity firm for CPG Brands. Um, big plug to Mark Nicholas, Mark and ManhattanBeachStudios.net. Anything you need, if you want to do your own podcast, you want to do video, photo shoot, he does it all here. This is in Manhattan Beach. This is not in some basement like Wayne's World. Just wanted to mention that. So, all right. So, again, 121 in the books. And one last thing. Stay genius, my friend. Genius for life. Coconut smoothies coming at you.